Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Dr. Egypt, who is a multi-passionate healer, poet, metaphysician, and non-linear creative. Egypt, how you doing? I'm good, Timmy. Timothy, thank you. Thank you for having me on your platform. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thanks for coming on the show. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun. That'd be great. Oh, great. I like that. Um, So a little bit about myself. So I'm a very curious person. I really like to follow and carve my own path in life. Um, I'd say I'm almost like an equal blend of an artistic and a scientific based personality. I like to integrate using both sides of my brain. And in terms of what I like to do for fun, oh my gosh. I like dancing. I'm a poet, so I love writing and I just love words. So the spoken words, um, written words, I love reading. Um, I'm also like a, a little bit health obsessed. So I enjoy like just learning new recipes, trying out new detoxification protocols, new healthy superfoods and just things like that. Yeah. Just like living a good life. <laughs> love it. Love it. And when you say carve your own path in life, I noticed in the intro, there was a lot of things that aren't um, orthodox, I guess you could say, you know, it is like you've carved your own path in life. So can you speak a little bit more to that? For sure. So um, right from an early age, I always kind of felt like the black sheep in the black family in the sense that I would just see things differently to the people that I, you know, that were in my surroundings that I grew up with family and friends. And I always wanted to not be boxed into like a a specific stereotype or niche. I just saw myself as me and as best as possible. I feel like I've almost been fighting that dynamic in my life to just like, you know, the dynamic of trying to conform to society and their notions of success and just trying to do me and walk my own path. And I feel like the desire to walk my own path and live in my own truth overcame my desire to want to conform with society. So I very much um, am unique. (laughs) Some people have described me as different. They can't quite place what I do, who I am. And I see myself like that and I'm cool with it. I've embraced my weirdness is what I say. And um, yeah, I'm just rolling with life and seeing where it takes me. I love that. I love that. And so would you say that's kind of your motivation in life just to be authentic and not let yourself be boxed in? Definitely. It's one of my main motivations. I'm very much, um, there's some key tenets that I choose to live my life by one, which is authenticity for sure. Truth, just following the path of truth, like discovering what is true and unlearning false truths and just very much, um, living a life of freedom and authenticity as best as possible and hopefully just inspiring others in their own path of freedom and authenticity. I love it. I love it. That is very similar to 
why I started this podcast. <laughs> so awesome. Tell us a little bit more about when you started writing poetry and really getting into the spoken word and dancing and expressing yourself in those ways. Wow, awesome. So I've always kind of liked dance right from my probably like early teens, you know, even as young as like preteens. I've just, I mean, nothing professionally. I haven't done professional dance, but I just, I embrace dance as a form of self-expression as a form of processing my emotions whatever I was going through at the time so I've always loved dance and I still do um in terms of poetry I would say probably early teens I used to like read a lot of philosophy mostly western philosophy I started out with and then I branched into like eastern philosophies which their philosophy and spiritual systems are very much intertwined with poetry they have that like woven in so I love poetry just as a form of um, exploration and expression. And the, the, the language is very beautiful, the way it comes across in poetry. So I started to try my hand at poetry and realized I have a penchant for it. And just I've been writing poetry ever since. And um, I grew up in the UK and I used to like at one point just go to a lot of like poetry festivals. Um, open mics, poetry slams. I didn't really perform <laughs> in the open mics, but I listened a lot. Um, yeah, it's just something that I really love. And yeah, and I write poetry at least every other day. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Have you published any poetry books? Not yet. I have been published in anthologies and I have my own poetry book in the making, but I haven't like you think I would have published by now. <laughs> I have so many like side projects and creative projects going on. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. Awesome. Well, last thing I want to touch on before we get more into your dreams and goals, I noticed you said that you are kind of health obsessed, always looking for new recipes, superfoods. What are some of your favorite healthy meals and superfoods? Just because I'm always trying to be more healthy too. So. Oh, fantastic. Well, um, Oh, this is an interesting one because I'm plant-based. So essentially I'm vegan and I eat kind of 70 to 80% raw foods. I'm a raw foodist as well. So a lot of my food options tend to be minimally processed or raw. And I do make some cooked vegan um, recipes. I rather like just simple foods. Like, you know, I love smoothies, but I say I make smoothies that are like powerhouses. So I'm an herbalist, you know, I'm a naturopathic physician as well. So like I would make like a basic, say banana, strawberry and blueberry smoothie. And I would like throw in ashwagandha or medicinal mushrooms or faux tea powder, or Asian ginseng. So I like to herbify my smoothie so that like I'm getting the nutrients and the nourishment, but I'm also incorporating healing benefits of the herb according to whatever physical um, challenges or health goals that I'm trying to achieve. So I like to incorporate herbalisms in just everyday culinary practices. Like I could be making a soup and I'll just add some like nettle leaves to add more iron to the soup or just to make it richer and, you know, things like that. So I love playing around with herbs and yeah, different um, superfoods, just so many things that I do with foods and superfoods. You could be here all day talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. And when did your health journey start? Like, have you always been vegan or did you make a shift at some point in your life because something happened? Yeah. So no, I've not always been vegan. I was just, you know, my family, I grew up with, you know, with 
at just like standard diet at the time in the UK. And um, my background is West African, like I'm second generation British Nigerian. So it's a typical Nigerian diet is, you know, like if you don't eat meat every day, it's not a complete day, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very different from how I, I grew up, but I used to have like some chronic health issues and I would say four changes brought it into my life that when I was about 15, I moved in with a housemate and she was from Mauritius and she was older than me with a few years. And um, she was plant-based, she was vegetarian and she was a way better kick than I was. Um, my parents weren't with me at the time. It was me and her and some other girls. We shared a house together. So I started to try out a lot of her meals, her vegetarian meals, because she was the main cooker in the house. And one, I found that they were quite yummy. And secondly, the more I ate her food, like a lot of my health complaints started to get better. So I think that was my main um, shift point that just caused me as a curious person to start to learn more about plant-based nutrition and, you know, like herbs and healing protocols and detoxification and just natural living. And yeah, a lot of my complaints just went away. And that was the major thing that just got, got me on that healing path. Yeah. There we go. I love it. Well, awesome. Let's go ahead and jump into your dreams and goals now. What is your vision for the rest of your life? Wow, that's a deep one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's quite like it's tricky to sort of envision what you want for the rest of your lives. I consider myself a multi-passionate person. So I don't really see myself as having a singular purpose or a life goal as such, but I would say more like I'm guided by guiding principles. There's a, a way that I want to live my life. Like for me, my guiding principles would be things like intentional. I want to live a life that I feel that is, I've incorporated, incorporated a lot of deep reflection, a lot of conscious thought, because I think especially in this sort of busy, go, go, go Western lifestyle, it's easy to live our lives on autopilot or to revert back to the programmings of society or our upbringing without truly sitting back and saying, what do we want for our lives? How do we want to live our lives? So for me, a big thing is that I want to consciously choose most things in my life, you know? I want to live intentionally. I want to live a life of freedom and authenticity. And just, I want to, without being too specific, I want to empower people with that, um, th through walking in my own truth, to give them permission and inspiration to walk in their own truth and power, whatever that may be, you know? So it's pretty vague yet specific, if that makes sense. Um, and that's just what I want, a calm, peaceful, powerful, inspiring alchemical life. Yeah, I love that. So I got live by your guiding principles, one of which is intentional. Are there any others that I missed? Freedom, truth, yeah. And for me, I'm a spiritual person. So like for me, would be like a consciousness based or spirit informed life. I just feel like as humans, we're mind, body, spirit. And so whatever people's spiritual practices who may be listening to this um, is sometimes it really doesn't matter as long as 
you know, we're walking in our truth. We're not hurting other people. I just find when we add in an element of spiritual guidance, it makes life more meaningful for, for me anyway, for some, I mean, some people are atheists, so <laughs> maybe not, but um, it doesn't have to be religious. It could be with religion or it could just be through spiritual practices. But for me, it's a big one just to live a more conscious life. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, for some people who are listening to this right now, they may be on the verge of wanting to become more conscious. What would you say to them? Oh, that's a great question. I think one thing is just to be aware that everything is nourishment. And I'll break this down as in everything can be food, especially like uh, the impressions we bring into our lives can be food for our consciousness, can be food to develop our consciousness. And I found this in my own life. So, you know, like listening to even something as as music, being more consciously aware of the kind of music you listen to and the words that are being said in that music, because words can program your mind and your mind being programmed affects your mindset, which plays out into how you live your life. So really question what sort of nourishment or inputs do I want to put into my brain in terms of people that I'm surrounding myself with, you know, learning experience that I'm surrounding myself with, what kind of music am I listening to? What are the words? Everything is nourishment. And I say this coming from, from a more Ayurvedic um, perspective. I don't know if you're aware of Ayurveda. Or, so I'll keep it really simple. So Ayurveda is basically like an ancient Vedic Hindu philosophy. It's a complete healing system. It's ancient based. And in Ayurveda, they speak about nourishment can come from everywhere. It's not just in our food, but it's also our impressions what impressions that we have that feed into our senses like you know some people can notice they're in a space that's like disorganized looking chaotic busy like no organization and they instantly feel stressed because that environment has acted in a way as to disturb their peace of mind so just being aware that like the books you read the audio you listen to the people you surround yourself to the foods you eat everything has a part to play in your consciousness if you really see it as okay, what nourishment or what food, apart from what we eat, am I, you know, exposing myself to, it allows for a more conscious, intentional life. I love that. I love that. It really reminds me of As a Man Thinketh. And it's a book by James Allen. And he talks about like, kind of similar to you, although you were kind of just saying, not just food, but there are other inputs. He was talking about the other inputs, but then he also made the conclusion that like food really affects your thoughts and like clean eating can lead to clean thinking and all that good stuff. And I just love how it's all tied in together and how you are so aware of that and helping others to become more aware of it by becoming more conscious yourself. So I applaud you for that. Thank um, you. Yeah, of course. Well, awesome. So we have you know, live your life by your guiding principles, empower people to walk in their own truth. Are there any other dreams, goals that you want to talk about? I think for me, another one would be to, I, I feel like, okay, now I'm 40 
And I feel like I've spent a large part of my life just learning a lot. I mean, I have two doctorates, so I, I feel like I've spent half my life in school, you know? <laughs> so I've been learning a lot and I've been a curious person. I've always like been doing research and reading books and going to conferences and seminars. I just feel like I'm at the point where I want to just share some of the wisdom and guidance to other people. So to, as to bring more inspiration to them. And I think like, and that's, it's beautiful, like with the work that you're doing, um, because I see you as being a conscious creator, you know, you're stepping into that role of, you know, establishing your online presence in your business and your podcast, you're really giving out onto the world because I think it's easy for us to just, especially nowadays, you could just spend the whole day consuming, right? You're shopping or you're on social media or you're being entertained and you come home to Netflix and it's like music and this and this and that or different games. But it's beautiful when we actually realize that like, for me, fulfillment comes from also being creators into the world, bringing some of our own vision and our own voice into the world. So I think um, for me, I'm just at the point where I feel like I'm still learning and growing, but I want to put that knowledge out there and maybe just do more conscious collaborations with people like yourself that I can learn from, I can grow from, I can collaborate with. I'm, I just feel like that's kind of like more in the, of the direction I want to go more in. Yeah. 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 I, I love that. So sharing wisdom and guidance with other people, but also collaborating with other people to both grow them and grow yourself. Yes. There we go. There we go. Awesome. Well, this leads us perfectly to our next question because it's all about collaboration. If there were one or two people that you can meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they would really help you take the next step towards your dreams and goals, who would they be? And how would they do it? Oh my, oh, that's a good one. Okay, um, wow, that's a really good one. Um, I'll start with a type of person rather than a specific person first. I would say the type of person I would have wished to have met him or her, you know, much, much earlier in my life would be someone who would really help me break through the mental barriers that I had grown up with and made me to embody a mindset of empowerment and freedom from a very young age, like a mindset of like, I can do it, a mindset of, you know, just um, knowing that I could have lived the life that I wanted to, just a, a much more younger let's put it that way so someone with that kind of mindset would have been beautiful to have met um a specific person oh my god there are like so many so many but I would say one Nikola Tesla um I really liked I, I thought he was a visionary for his time you know he was a genius his ideas were fresh how he looked at consciousness and energy and just just reading and learning some of his works now, like, you know, almost a hundred years later, it's like, oh my God, this guy was a genius. I would have loved to just like have tea with Nikola Tesla one afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. I love that. Do you think there's anybody around who is like a religious follower of Nikola Tesla that you are could be like in contact with? Not that I know of, but there is a teacher. He's a kind of like consciousness, spiritual based teacher. And he does incorporate some of Nikola Tesla's philosophy into his teaching. Although he teaches a whole lot of other things that are really mind blowing. His name is called Santo Bonacci. So it's like Santo, S-A-N-T-O-S. -S, and he has like tons of videos on YouTube. But 
actually he's probably my third one if I were to add somebody and he's alive, which is good, but he, his teachings have just shifted my, my thoughts on reality and, and, and living like dramatically. So Santo Bonacci for sure. I love that. What is the biggest shift that Santo has um, kind of helped you make? Oh my gosh. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> and it depends where listeners are coming from. <laughs> but for me, it would be like, um, he has a philosophy about syncretism, which essentially he considers the universal language that, that ties in astrology, theology, science, you know, natural sciences. It's like a universal language or that the universe is guided by and operates under. And regardless of what you're studying, be it art, chemistry, biology, religion, everything can be sort of um, distilled down to that universal language. And he uses a model of astrotheology and syncretism. I mean, I'm not really doing it justice in the explanation, but for any of your listeners who wants to explore this concept more, it's definitely worth having a look at Santo Bonacci and his syncretism work. It's literally, mind-blowing i love it i love it that reminds me of um i'm a big napoleon hill fan mainly because yeah yeah i'm really big on the kind of journey towards success and what i've realized is it's not just about money that's what i thought for the longest time and Mm -hmm. longest is relative because i'm 22 but (laughs) (laughs) um, that's what i thought for a while but i was like oh no like success is in fact none of it's really about money because money is kind of imaginary like you can kind of just get it from a lot of places based on creative deal structures and whatnot but what success really is is like that kind of life fulfillment and being able to like accept yourself and another big thing I'm learning is like uh getting rid of expectations yes that's where a lot of um dissatisfaction and sometimes satisfaction comes from if the satisfaction is coming from the wrong place of like you have an expectation and you fulfilled that expectation so now you're happy for a brief moment or you didn't meet that expectation so now you're really sad and distraught and um the bible talks a lot about like contentment and i'm starting to be able to wrap my head around that now of like oh my gosh all of my expectations in my life all of um it's all leading to like my negative thought cycles pain pain it's all like intertwined and so napoleon hill similar to santos i think it's like um this what was it syncretism syncretism yeah syncretism he talks about kind of a fundamental not truth of the universe but like a fundamental like energy and how everything's like vibrating at that um energy level and so like you're like you can relate to like the table that my laptop is sitting on because like the molecules in the table are like vibrating to keep the table solid like they're vibrating at a certain frequency and all that good stuff and I was skeptical for the longest time but I was like no it's it's like it's true like it doesn't matter if I'm skeptical or not it's like that's how the world is working it's truth yeah (laughs) yeah and so it just blows my mind so I'm gonna have to look up um is it Santo or Santos? So it's Santo, but it's spelled Santo. So S-A-N-T-O, S-A-N-T-O-S Bonacci. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'll have to to look him up and look up some of his videos on syncretism because while it's a, it's something that I like, I touched on in Napoleon Hill. I know that there are a lot of other books and teachers out there that kind of speak to energy and energy healing and just being 
more conscious, right? Like mm-hmm. another one is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Oh, I love Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> yeah, that was such a good book. He um <laughs> he got me in the beginning of the book when he said it came to a point where I was telling myself that I hate myself. And I was like, if I hate myself, there must be two of me. And when he said that, he's like, there's one that's like not true. And then there's one that's true. And then he talks about taking that concept and then be, becoming an observer of like your mind and being able to be in the now by just, um, you know, not judging yourself, accepting thoughts as they come and go and all that good stuff. Yeah. So great book. Great book. It is. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, how about we jump to our next question, which is name the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to really help you accomplish your dreams and goals. Oh, so is it, I just make sure I get, I got the question clear. Like the people can do personally, or they can get other people to help them do (laughs) Um, that people can do personally to help you out. So like you walk by somebody at the store and they're like, how can I help you with your dreams and goals? Oh, wow. Oh, I like that one. Okay. Yes. Um, I think one is just like having an attitude of kindness. It's as simple as that kindness and compassion. I think, you know, we all have a lot of stresses and a lot of people just walking around, like just like all pent up and miserable and spewing out negative energy, but we can do so much for another person to just cheer, cheer themselves up, cheer them up, you know, give them send positive energy direction just by being kind, just by like, you know, offering me a smile, a nice word of encouragement, or just, just refraining from saying something mean. <laughs> yep. That is a help alone. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. And what I, have you ever heard that poem by Marianne? I think it's Marianne Williamson. Maybe, maybe not. But it's uh, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. It's that we are powerful. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, that is a great poem. And even more than that, I love how when I ask this question, a lot of people will answer um, basically like be your best self or be kind or be compassionate. It's rarely, you know, it happens of like, send me referrals. Like, of course that happens, but it's also like, um, be a good person, like live your dreams and goals, be a free person. Because when you're a free person, you add so much value to the people around you, which ultimately comes back and adds value to my life too. So I love that. That's your answer as well. (laughs) Awesome. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is, what is your favorite book? movie or podcast pick one. Oh, nice one um oh god this is hard it would be between book and podcast um oh let's just do movie let's do movie because yeah my favorite movie of all time is gladiator <laughs> wow <laughs> all right you have to tell us why <laughs> for me it's that story of triumph after turbulence and I also much I love you know like historical period type dramas and movies I like things that take me back really into time and I love the cinematography you know I just I thought it was just a beautiful movie to watch and it's just my favorite movie of all time and the score the music score for me is like so inspirational I love it that is the first time we have heard that movie on the (laughs) podcast (laughs) awesome 
Awesome, awesome. And what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Oh, um, I'd say long walks. I'm very much the walker when the weather does permit out here in Illinois, but I love, you know, just walking even without music and anything, just long walks to clear my mind, to get in touch with nature, to feel healthier in my body and just settle my spirit. Yeah, walking. Love it. Love it. There we go. And what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to really meet Santo? Oh, I love that. Um, it's one action step would just be to shoot him an email. <laughs> <laughs> Say like, I admire your work just to let you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> there we go. Well, awesome. I have one last question for you. So you know how there are people on the planet that have a really fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help. They're not willing to accept change. Sometimes they'll live their whole life like that. And sometimes they'll die like that, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Other times they'll make the switch at some point in their life to more of a growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that change? In the person, um, so just, I kind of have two responses for that. I'll make them short. So I think like from a clinical point of view, I see people making health changes like that sometimes when they've undergone a health crisis. So they had a fixed mindset before and what have you, but then they underwent a, a health crisis and tried a couple of options that didn't work. And then they suddenly have a growth mindset and they're open to try new things. Another one I would be that I've seen a lot in people I've noticed is to like, actually just for the people around them or for them to have encounter with people who are just setting good examples or people who are living their own highest truth. I find like we're often better influences of people when we just like walk our own path and live our highest truth and they see our light and we can sort of illuminate our light onto them and our light pulls them forward rather than when we forcefully try and convince them and explain to them and things like that. So I found those are two ways that I commonly see people make those shifts from fixed to a growth mindset. I love that. I love that. I've often heard that people change because of two reasons and it's either inspiration or desperation and you just hit them both. So <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, awesome. Egypt, is there anything else that you want to chat about before we sign off? Um, so I think just to loop back to what you mentioned, you know, the power of now and an ECOT totally, just to remember to remind anyone listening out there that there is a lot of power in this moment. If anyone's like thinking of a specific dream or goal and thinking, oh, they maybe they can't do it or it's too much, just don't be discouraged and be too overwhelmed. Just focus on what you can do today, right now, with the resources and the skill sets that you do have, and just make that shift, even if it's tiny micro step. Focus on the now, focus on this day, and step by step, you'll slowly achieve your goal. Mm, I love that. I actually have another question now. Sure. <laughs> so you you said the word focus, and focus it's a it's a very scarce skill now. I think with our modern day technology, our attention is split between so many things. We can be doing so many things. For the person feeling overwhelmed right now and they know that they need focus in their life, what kind of, uh, what would you say to that person to help them focus? 
For sure. Um, for me, I would say consider becoming a digital minimalist. <laughs> it's something that I've incorporated in my own life that's been so powerful, especially with things like social media. A lot of these platforms, they are built around maximizing the amount of attention they, they can get from us. And really your attention is your life currency. Just to give yourself a break and realize that you can't be on, ev at, you know, on every platform 24 seven and still live a balanced, sane life. So maybe just carving out certain time periods to do some social media or doing digital sabbats or you know, like blocking out going online after a certain time of day, just little steps like that to incorporate more digital minimalism in your life. It will give you so much more clarity, focus, and just mental sanity, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Become a digital minimalist. Egypt, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Dr. Egypt had to say, make sure to reach out. To, what is the best way to reach out to you? Yeah, so you can learn more about me and my work and offerings on my website, which is manifestingalchemy.com. That's manifestingalchemy.com. There we go. Head to manifestingalchemy.com. Dot com. Find out some more about Dr. Egypt, contact her. And if you happen to know Santo, connect them. <laughs> awesome. As we always ask, guys, shoot this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day. <laughs>